said, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all because I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time and you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Taz Show. Thank you for downloading this episode at uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or what they used to call TuneIn. Tune, uh, TuneIn, uh, TuneIn, I'm sorry. iTunes. We can get it on iTunes or TuneIn. How about that? If that's not confusing enough, like I said, Spotify, radio.com on the website or the app or at TazShow.com. So you did all of that. But you're listening to me right now, so that means you did it, and I appreciate it. And uh, you are the man or the woman, whatever you fit, you are that. So thank you, and welcome, everyone, like I said. So do a little raw preview in this episode, which should be uh, a lot of fun. Looks like it's going to be a pretty good raw uh, coming off of the raw right after Money in the Bank, and now this is the week later, and they set some decent stuff up, I thought, last week. So it should be uh, should be a pretty good one, and I'll get into some details on it here in this episode. So uh, before I do that, just uh, so I, I got a chance. I don't know if you guys watched the um, <clears throat> excuse me the uh, the uh, what do you call it? undercover boss, which they did on, with the WWE, and and Stephanie McMahon was the boss that was you know covered up under makeup and a wig and all the stuff. So you you know Stephanie promoted it a lot on her social media wwe promoted it a lot you know leading up to it so which as you guys know wwe always uh are just master promoters and phenomenal at it um frankly uh, uh it, they just look they have teams of people that help them with that that are professionals <laughs> that are marketing geniuses and, 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 and social media now, now in this day and age, social media marketing geniuses, uh, well-schooled people. But I have to tell you, even before all that, before social media, when, when Vince McMahon himself uh, and his closest uh, confidence around him in the company and the officers and officials that work with him, yo, and I'm telling you right now, WWE, Vince, Kevin Dunn, these guys always, always were great promoters. I have to, I got to put them over because um, it's been something that it, it like they kind of led the charge in the industry on how to promote and how to get things over and how to create buzz and how to 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 just plant the seeds for angles and storylines even before they had tons of penetration on TV and before they had their own network. So Vince uh, at the at the helm has been doing this for a long time. Now with all the success of WWE and and financially being ultra secure and all the money they have to bringing really good people to help with the marketing and promotion uh, you know it, it it just that's why i don't see in our lifetime um anyone catching up to competing with the wwe any way shape or form and once vince mcmahon decides he's either going to step aside or it's time to hand it over to to you know stephanie and and and, and hunter and and shane and stuff like that uh, whatever they do there with that um it, they, I don't see anybody catching up to them, and I also don't think that 
Vince McMahon's kids, which are grown as adults, Stephanie and Shane, and you have to obviously throw Triple H into that mix, um, being the husband of Stephanie and the guy who's uh, uh, you know a, a big time high executive in the company and runs NXT and all this other stuff he does with talent relations and everything. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to do a great job. And I, you know, I, 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 you know, sometimes I've critiqued some stuff creatively in the past few years here in a Taz show of them, um, from the creative standpoint. And that's not me being mean spirit. That's just me, you know, given my point of view and I'm blunt, I'm honest. I, I don't have no agenda. I have uh, no, I'm not looking to get hired by WWE. I'm knock on wood, very uh, happy and fortunate in what I do in my career now in radio. But, but I will say, I have to put them over. They, uh, the company, I think, uh, especially from a promotion standpoint and a booking standpoint, um, even if Vince McMahon is not involved, it still, it, it's just, you know, uh, it's very healthy. I think that's the worth the, the company, the, the company, meaning the money, the income, everything that's going on there, the money they're pulling in, it's in good shape. I guess that's one way to put it. Uh, so, uh, you know. But but anyway, Undercover Boss, that's what I was getting on. I lost my train of thought. So Undercover Boss. So if you didn't watch it, you should watch it. It was it was cute. It was cool. It was fun. Um, it brought you behind the scenes of WWE a little bit. If you're a hardcore WWE fan um, like or a hardcore wrestling fan, you, um, you'll, you'll like it, you know, because you get to see um, Stephanie in a different realm, in a different world, and talking to people that don't know who she is, um, which I have to tell you. I watched this with my wife, and I, for me, I, mean, I thought Stephanie looked great as a blonde. Don't get me wrong, uh, okay, but I'm just saying. I mean, she's a very attractive woman, obviously, but but blonde or brunette, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I could tell, like, it was Stephanie. Like, I was not fooled, you know. Like, and my wife watched it, and she's like, "Well, I think because you know her and you worked with her, and you know, well, dealt with her a lot daily, you know, blah blah blah, for a long time, so you know it's her." Um, and uh, one of my sister-in-laws watched it and was talking to my wife the next day and she didn't, she, she couldn't tell, like she thought she looked so different. And then the Stephanie McMahon person, now my sister-in-law is not a big wrestling fan. She's a casual fan. That's a fan of undercover boss. She watched it and she loved the episode. My wife loved the episode and I loved the episode. Um, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. Um, it showed the compassion. It showed really you could see Stephanie, well, you know, as a mom in essence, like what, how she thinks like a mom, uh, especially with what one of the young young boys. I don't want to spoil stuff. One of the young kids that was in this, um, in this episode, and and they were raising money. And you you, you just watch. I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm just gonna say like I, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was very cool. Um, I think WWE needs to, needs to do more of this type of stuff, and I'm sure some of the, um big TV production or shows or whatnot uh, outside of the wrestling realm uh, would love to rub up against the WWE. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Get, you know, if I'm undercover boss, um, now you have a – that's the thing that folks don't realize. <sighs> when WWE comes to undercover boss, or I'm sure undercover boss went to them, that's the best way I, to put it, when that marriage was made to make that episode, you know <laughs> – Behind the scenes, the undercover boss uh, brass was saying to each other, yo, their audience is gigantic, WWE. Okay, and we now are bringing them into our world. 
So if these wrestling fans and these rabid sports entertainment fans in the WWE universe, if they are not familiar with Undercover Boss, they will be now because we're going to have a McMahon, nevertheless, Stephanie McMahon, as the forefront star of the episode. So we now are going to grab that whole new audience for our Undercover Boss program and our audience. It's smart. It's very smart business. You know, it really is. It's like if they were doing um, Undercover Boss with, like, whatever the the owner or whatever the president of Taco Bell, which is a great brand. I'm not going to be wrong. <laughs> but let's say they were doing it with them. It's not like, okay, so just – I, my point is, I don't think Taco Bell has anywhere near the same size loyal fan base that <laughs> WWE does. As great as Taco Bell is, don't get me wrong. I'm just using them as an example. It's food, right? So <laughs> a lot of these Undercover Boss episodes is like someone who's the president of a big food chain or someone who's the president, or, uh, meaning owner or whatever, of like um, whatever huge plumbing supply company or, you know, some big million, multi-million dollar corporation. That That's... Usually what this stuff is, for the most part, I mean, not, not every episode. I, mean, I don't want to, you know, clump them into one thing. But now you're, you're doing it with WWE, you're doing it with Stephanie McMahon, and now you're doing it where you're going to grab their their audience, their fan base, meaning WWE. That's pretty freaking big. So I'm sure it's going to help uh, Undercover Boss and, and, and their, you know, their, uh, their brand and, and spread awareness of what their program is. But they do a good job on that show, and, and WWE, in, in conjunction with – Undercover Boss it was real good. I highly suggest you watch it if you're a wrestler fan. If you are a um a diehard hardcore wrestler fan that lives for PWG and you're an old school Ring of Honor fan and and even go way back and you love DCW and you hated WCW, you hated WWE, you probably won't like this. So <laughs> you know, it's, but if you can kind of like uh, move your brain away from that era, you, you might enjoy this. I'm gonna get a swig of water. Hang on. So. Ah, yes. Whoa, watch that. Almost a big mess here. Um, sorry. See, I mean, it's all candid. I bring it behind the scenes. Uh, I can, you know, it's, that's what I do. You get to hear me drink the water. That's a big deal of me right there. Big. All right. So anyway, Undercover Boss, good stuff. Check it out. You'll like it. Um, so it was fun. Fun to watch. So, okay. So what are they doing, right? So they're going to do a little, uh, a little raw. Um, if I don't know when you listen to this, but. This, this show dropped early early morning, Monday morning, very early. So hopefully you got a chance to listen to this before Raw. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you're watching after Raw. So pardon me, this particular Raw uh, did not happen on June 25th, 2018, as I record this podcast. So bear with that. If you're listening afterwards, I appreciate you doing that. And uh, it's all good. You guys know how podcasting works. So sometimes that happens because it's, you know, content that was recorded. So. So they got um, they got Sasha Banks. Uh, they asked the question: Where where uh, where do Sasha Banks and Bailey? Where, where what's going to happen with them? Like where do they go from here? So that's what WWE is putting out on their social media and and on their website and all stuff. Like where do they go? Uh, these two people that were, you know, former best friends, and we saw it. it we saw it. It kind of you know just basically exploded. Um, you know where where Bailey did not want Sasha like. They were tagging up against with each other last week and against the riot squad. And they didn't want, I'm sorry, Bailey didn't want Sasha. She was worried about her back, I guess, in essence, <laughs> because she got uh, banged up, her back up, banged up in the Money in the Bank match, meaning Sasha. So, um, uh, and then Sasha started getting ticked off during the match because Bailey, you know, 
who's tagging herself in, all this kind of stuff. A, a good little, not a bad story, and it ended up exploding where Sasha got beat. Um, but I think it was Liv Taylor, which I think is great for, for that young lady. She needs that uh, to, to pin someone like like uh, like Sasha live on on Raw is a pretty big deal. So that was cool. He did that last week um, for, for 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 that for Liv. Um, here's the thing, though, right? Okay, so this story it spilled into the back where basically Sasha and Bailey, you know, they get into a fight in, in you know backstage area, and then uh, it left Sasha where she was in control. Bailey was down, and I think that's the way it was. Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. And then they cut ahead, and then you go to see um, Sasha getting in a car to leave the arena, and Bailey's like trying to talk to her, which I would thought was ridiculous because she just got you know into a fight with her, a fist fight. You know, and now you're trying to talk sense. I understand Bailey's the ultimate baby face. I understand the gimmick, but it gets to the point where it's like, you know, you got to knuckle up here. And it's, and then she goes back there and it's just, I, I, you know, it was weird. And then Sasha just ended up driving off uh, and, and Bailey's frustrated, you know, so it's obviously they're not friends anymore and they're going to do an angle with each other. Okay. So. All right. I, 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 you know, sometimes, you know me, I don't, I don't want to be Mr. Negative here. I don't like doing that, but I got to just be frank. You know, like this is like too long of a wait with these two. This Banks Bailey thing has been dragged out, I feel, way, way too long. And unfortunately, I think what happens is, and I hope I'm wrong, a lot of folks are going to be like me. Where you get to a point, and I'm going to say it just bluntly, like you almost don't care about the angle. You don't care about the storyline because it's kind of, it feels to me like it's been dragged out way, way too long. And now it's finally coming to a head. And if this would have been hypothetically six months ago, maybe seven months ago, I'd be all in. Uh, Right now, I'm just, I'm just not. I just, for me, I'm not. Maybe you are. And if you are, that's cool. And I'm sure I'm maybe in, you know, the, the, the lesser of the group of, of people that support and watch WWE. The people are probably clamoring to see, you know, Sasha and Bailey in a big angle and a big feud. I'm, I'm kind of past it. I kind of feel like, ugh, you know, it's like she did this a while ago. It's just me, just my point of view. Um, but it's it's here now. It's finally going to happen, so we shall see. I mean, that's <laughs> we'll see where they go with it. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely going to be these two in an angle. I, I, I don't think that's a doubt. By, <laughs> I don't think that's anyone's doubt. That's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, so they'll, they'll jump into that. The other thing, too, that I think is interesting um, with this particular episode of Raw is the Nia Jack stuff with Alexa Bliss. And you got to throw in, and if you're talking about this this angle, what Nia, who is who lost her her raw you know women's championship at the Money in the Bank because Alexa cashed it in. If you guys didn't see it, and uh, while while Ronda Rousey was challenging uh, Nia Jax for her championship, uh, it ends up that uh, is that Money in the Bank that um, Alexa Bliss comes in attacks them with the briefcase. And it's a disqualification. So I, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Well, you got to protect Ronda Rousey because you don't want her getting beat by Nia. You can't just have put the title because she's not ready on Ronda Rousey. And, you know, I thought Ronda Rousey, I didn't get a chance to talk about it to you guys. I thought she did an excellent job again. And this is that money in the bank against Nia. I thought Nia did an excellent job. I thought those girls had a good match. It was physical. Um, I think you got to be careful with two things with Ronda Rousey real quick if I could talk about it. That one judo throw, uh, I don't know what she was trying. It was a hip throw, 
I don't know what it was, what she was trying to do there. I don't know if it was like an old gauche where she was trying to overhook and throw Naya. Maybe Naya was just too big. And then she clasped her hands up and stuff and twisted and popped her hips, meaning Naya. I'm sorry, uh, Rhonda, to throw Naya. And good Lord, it was scary looking because it looked like, you know, Naya was going to land right on top of her skull. I mean, it was dangerous. So I'm sure that Ronda Rousey got to talk to about that because you got to figure that stuff out. If you're going to incorporate judo uh, judo into your repertoire, which I appreciate, um, I did that for a long time and made a living at it. So you got to know what you're doing as a proto. And I'm not ripping on Ronda, Ronda Rousey. I think she's just, she doesn't, you know, she's in this position you know, I mean, look, Alexa Bliss on Raw last week called her an overhyped hook rookie. I mean, like, <laughs> it's an apropos thing. But the one word she forgot to mention, Alexa Bliss, was megastar. She's an overhyped rookie megastar. So that's why she's getting the hype. That's why she's getting the push, Ronda, because two things. She's got that that household name brand that's gigantic. Okay, and she's also got a a gigantic, huge, massive potential to be a big time player in WWE because she has the athleticism, meaning I'm talking about Ronda Rousey. She's got the athleticism and she has the ability, athleticism. um, She's got uh, her her facial expressions, her she can't really talk well on the mic. We know that her promo work needs a lot of work or she needs to manage it. But she definitely her facial expressions are excellent. Her intensity when she amps it up is excellent. She sells pretty freaking good, Ronda Rousey. I got to give her a lot of credit for a girl who's green. She sells really good. Um, and, you know, in this match here, in a one-on-one match, I didn't think it would be as good as it was against Nia at Money in the Bank, and it was. I enjoyed it. Um, but what I don't – I understood why they had in that match at Money in the Bank Alexa come in and make the attack because she just won the Money in the Bank. They wanted to get the title back on her. They obviously did, and it protects, you know, it protects Nia Jax. It's it's okay if Nia gets beat by Alexa Bliss. It's not good if Nia gets beat by Ronda Rousey. Not, I know that sounds weird because of who Ronda Rousey is on a legitimate standpoint, but we're talking about entertainment. We're talking about WWE. This is, you know, different than legitimacy. This is the perception that your fan base, your hardcore fan base, the ones that are subscribing to WWE Network, the ones that are watching PWG, the ones that are watching Ring of Honor or, you know what I mean, or, or watching AAA in Mexico or watching New Japan stuff. The hardcore fan is the one that's probably subscribing to WWE Network more than the casual fan. And and Vince and company are smart enough to realize we got to placate them a little bit. So you cannot have Ronda Rousey just beat at Money to Bank and become champ. Uh, Nia Jax and they didn't they did the right thing so they had Nia do it and protect the finish and protect uh, uh, Ronda Rousey and so we have a new Raw Women's Champion in Alexa Bliss Bliss. so now that fast forwards to what happened you know we saw on Monday and so I I guess we're not going to have Ronda Rousey unless I missed something over the weekend um, at the event at the uh, Raw event because she was suspended by Kurt Angle. She laid hands on Kurt. She beat Kurt up with the, the briefcase. She snapped, and then she she beat up ref. She she went nuts, and I liked it um, because she was pissed at Alexa Bliss, and Alexa Bliss cut a promo on her um, last week on Raw. So that's why she got, I think, a 30-day 30, yeah, 30, 30 suspension, Kurt, 30-day suspension on Ronda Rousey. 
So what do you do now uh, on Raw, right? So Nia Jax, you know, they, they're asking the question, what is Nia Jax? What is she going to do? What she got planned for Alexa Bliss? Well, I mean, I get it. I, I, I'm cool with the question. I mean, Alexa Bliss is the champ. So they're letting you know they're going with, they're going that direction. You can't just punk out Nia Jax. So Nia Jax has got to come back for some redemption. Um, but what I do think has to happen is you can't just have Ronda Rousey off TV. I think you got to do something. And and you got to, you know, you had her break that wedge with Kurt. She's pissed at Kurt. She's pissed at everyone. She's very angry. And I think you got to have Ronda show up somehow in the audience, the place to go nuts, an attack, maybe on both these guys. I don't know, something. I don't know where they're going. You know what I mean? I don't read the dirt sheets. I don't have a stooge. I, I, I have people that work in the company. I don't ask them. I talk to these people that work in the company, but not about creative and storylines that's not my shtick there's plenty of people that have stooges that stooge things to them not me i just give you what i think uh, as a a viewer and as a guy who's who's lived the game so uh, you know i would have maybe go three-way dance jones where that could protect ronda rousey too uh down the road here uh uh, i don't even know when uh, extreme rules is that that their next big show and that the next uh might be i don't know I, i don't know but all i know is i would go that route with these three i would go that route where that helps ronda rousey and you have ronda somehow not every week have her run out and do something but get the police involved when they're trying to get out of the building next week i have her come out tonight through the audience she attacks she jumps bunch of the wrestlers come out of the locker room pull ronda out Kurt angle's going crazy maybe stephanie pops up she's flipping out from the stage on the mic get her the hell out of here i mean do like a whole big thing pop a rating pop a number ronda rousey snaps maybe uh some of the sports publications like espn and cbs sports will pick it up fox sports maybe taz and the moose on cbs sports radio will talk about it <laughs> right so do something like that where it's sports worthy because uh, right now is a good time to to try and get that mainstream sports buzz with Ronda Rousey if you're WWE. Okay, right now is a good time because, you know, uh, World Cup, uh, Jones is big around the world. It's not huge in America, but it's, I don't know, it might be at the tail end. The the golf uh, the gimmick just ended uh, that was out in the Hamptons on Long Island. And you got no football. You got no, no NBA. Uh, baseball never ends. And it's not like playoff time in baseball. There's no real hot uh, mainstream sports gimmicks going on right now. So ESPN, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, NBC Sports, if something with Ronda Rousey and WWE, now's the time. And I think Vince might be savvy enough to know that and the folks around him that right now in sports is, a, is kind of a quiet time because the NFL, you know, kicked up with some of the, the mini camps or the camp, I'm gonna call camps and stuff like that, but not not games, obviously, not until the fall. So, um now's a good time to strike you know so i would have that happen if i was them tonight on raw um i uh look i i'm i'm a huge fan of alexa bliss and and uh, i have no problem with the attack at money in the bank i have i i don't i have a problem with them putting the title back on bliss um I do. Um, she don't need it, and I mean that positively. She don't need the title. She just doesn't need the title. Um, Nia Jax needs the title. So maybe it's such a, just a transitional gimmick right now. I don't know, but she doesn't need the title right now. 
Um, she's just probably arguably the best talker, female talker in WWE, Alexa Bliss. She's got real heat. She's great at getting heat. She's not trying to be a, a cool heel where the marks on the internet love her and she tries to buzz and pop the internet with some cool swaggy saying or something or she's inside Shoot Jones. She don't do that. She stays in her wheelhouse of being a heel, uh, Alexa Bliss. So I'm not a fan of her having the title. I don't think she needs it. Um, so I, I would, um, I would get it off her eventually here sooner rather than later, get it back on Naya. You obviously can't, you know, go nowhere with Ronda Rousey with it. Cause she's, she's damn sure not ready for that championship run and push. Um, you know, so I wouldn't go that route, but, um, but you know, it's intriguing. I like the story. I like the story between th- those three girls and I like, I like it. I like the story with Naya and, and Ronda, I'm um, sorry, Naya and Bliss, uh, also, uh, even if Ronda wasn't involved, but I don't, you know, I, I do think you got to have her involved, meaning, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey some way, somehow, um, some other stuff that they are, are putting out there on the, um, like, as far as like what, you know, what's kind of like, uh, a, a raw preview in essence, what they're going to do, uh, the questions they're asking, I, you know, the other thing is like, who, who's going to be the next challenger for Brock Lesnar? Um, and also about Seth Rollins and uh, Dolph, because Dolph, Dolph Ziggler in shocking fashion won the Intercontinental Championship last week. So um, there's going to be a rematch. So uh, I'm going to get into all of that stuff on the other side of break, guys, right here on the Taz Show. Uh, but right now, uh, I want to let you know about, well, you know, uh, the people, my friends that I love, the people over at Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loan C. They support the Taz Show, therefore you support them. And our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loans, they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's simple, guys. They have uh, basically uh, the, their, their trusted partners allows you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage and a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time. So you make sure you're getting the right solution for you and your family. Rocket Mortgage, guys, buy quick and loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and most importantly, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And the WestConsumerAccess.org number 3030. They call it Rocket Mortgage. Yes. So... I'm uh, going to go to break here. Like I said, continue going over some of the little raw gimmicks. Your name is Fernand Burnham on the uh, Fernand Burnham uh, Raw Preview Jones. Uh, talk a little bit about Dolph Ziggler, the IC title. Get into that a little bit. Talk about Bobby Lashley. Talk about Roman Reigns. Yeah. Sit tight, jobbers. Tash Show. Be right back. Yes, we are back here on the Taz Show. Doing a little raw preview action, so I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, sticking around, checking it out. Yes, they got a little raw action coming at you here on Monday, June 25th, 2018. So um, if you uh, listen to this after that, like I said earlier in the first segment, well, then, you know, it's uh, kind of like stale bread for you. 
as we used to call it here on the Taz Show. So, um, whatever. It is what it is. Do what you got to do. At the end of the day, it's none of my freaking business. How about that? As long as you support my content, you know, I really don't care. It's all about me. You know that. That's all I care about. Me, me, me. So, as a smart man once said a long time ago. So, they're, um, they're asking, so who else uh, will battle Brock Lesnar? Who will be the next challenger? Because, well, what they're saying there is because we learned from Kurt Angle last week that uh, both Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns are going to get an opportunity uh, to be, to you know, to gun after the the uh, the Universal Championship at WWE Extreme Rules. So what Kurt basically said is uh, it's going to be a multi-person match at WWE Extreme Rules, and basically whoever wins that thing is going to get a shot to challenge Brock, you know, at his championship, at the Universal title. So, you know, he, he Kurt Angle, said, okay, Roman and uh, Bobby Lashley, you guys are in it. Uh, and you know, uh, it's basically we're gonna we're gonna in the future here, in the near future, I will name who else will be in it. So, you know, I'm kind of like from a creative standpoint with that, I'm a little on the fence with the whole. Eh, we'll see where we go. We'll see who else we put in this match. That means they're not sure probably who they want to put in the match. Um, I appreciate them throwing two out to us, two two superstars out to us. I have no problem with Roman Reigns being one of them. I have no problem with Bobby Lashley being one of them. Um, except the thing I have to say with Lashley is if he does win this thing at Extreme Rules, uh, I love Bobby. I think he's ready from a physical perspective, the way he looks and all that stuff, to not only go after Brock Lesnar but win it. I just don't think creatively they've built him up, up enough to be there. What do you do? Money in the bank. He you know, beat Sami Zayn. Let's be frank. Sami Zayn, the character, is not really, you know, in a massive high-level position. It's it's mid-card mid stuff, and and I do think I would have liked, I should say, to see them go with Lashley. One other storyline, one other, you know, heel, and, and build him and develop his character a little bit. Be, you know, before he guns after, you know, Brock. Um, and I got a feeling, you know, maybe because it's extreme rules and WWE is weird sometimes. They think like, well, let's see, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley. And we heard Michael Cole, I think it was at, on Raw or maybe one in the bank. I can't remember. He said uh, that Lashley was a former ECW champion. You know, look, he was, and I love Bobby and I love Cole, you know, but, you know, he, Bobby was a former ECW champion uh, in the rebirth of ECW and WWE's version of ECW. So when you just throw that out there, it's not a lie. What Cole's doing is the truth. Uh, but as a former ECW alumni and a former ECW champion, and and I humbly say one of the, one of the many pioneers of ECW, <laughs> I would not say I would not look at Bobby, and I love, I love, love, love Bobby personally and professionally, but I wouldn't say – I don't think of him as ECW champion. So sometimes WWE, what they do is they think, well, he was ECW champion, and they were extreme, and when we did the rebirth, so now we're doing extreme rules. Now's a perfect time, and Paul Heyman, hello, he's managing Brock. This might be a perfect time to boom, 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 maybe have Bobby win at the gimmick, uh, and it, it's kind of like a you know win win the match to to end up facing Brock I should say, but I'm just saying it, it all kind of would tie in kind of extreme ECW Paul Heyman. This could be a conspiracy theory by me again. 
I go back earlier in this episode and other episodes. I, I don't I, I don't get inside information. Most of the times on stuff, I just give my gut, my feeling, my my thoughts, my opinions from my experience. So um that's that's what I'm concerned with. I don't think that's the right reason to get Bobby into that universal title picture one on one with Brock. That's a special thing right there. If you're gonna eventually go Brock versus uh, Bobby, Bobby needs to be amped up, pushed like a freaking monster. Like he's got to be pushed that people look like, okay, Brock is dead meat when he faces this guy, Lashley. Right now, from a creative perspective, I do not think the fan base thinks that. It's not because of Bobby's ability or his physique because he's built like a monster. He's an amazing athlete. He's, he's a tremendous wrestler. Shooter Jones, no doubt. I mean, guy will tear your head off on, on, on the legit. The thing is the push, the build, the entertainment, the, 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 the layers of push is not there for him yet, in my opinion. And that's not Bobby's fault. That's the company's fault. So I just hope that with this thing at Extreme Rules that Kurt Angle put down, you know, uh, you know, I just hope that's not where they go. Um, I, I just, you know, and I like what they did where Roman Reigns and Bobby teamed up uh, on Raw this past week against the Revival. I thought that was cool. You know, we've seen it before, and, and Roman was was cleaning house on a Revival, and then Bobby tagged himself in, and Roman was doing the woo thing, that whatever, you the growl, that growl thing that's kind of cool. And then Bobby kind of tagged himself in and did the spear like in the face of Roman and got the victory uh, for his team. I thought that was cute. I thought it was cool. But and I think there's some chemistry with Roman and Bobby for sure. And I would have liked to see, let's just see those two. Maybe those two before you, you know, tell us about this extreme rules thing and tell us about, you know, all that stuff with, with, with Kurt and maybe a short angle with, with Roman and Bobby, where Bobby gets the better of Roman, just something. That's a nice jump up from Sami Zayn, you know, in character, you know, there's layers, right guys, there's different layers of who's getting pushed where, who's, you know, who's over more. Okay. We're going to get this guy over this guy. We're going to get this girl over that girl. You know, there's different layers, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know if he's, if the character should be just pole vaulted up that high right now, um, meaning the Bobby Lashley character. So, uh, but I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm all ears. I'm all eyes. I, I want to see. I want to see what they do. I'm, I'm definitely down and um, love to check it out. Uh, the other thing I'm intrigued about, guys, is this whole um, Dol- Dolph Ziggler. You know, Dolph and Drew McIntyre as a duo, uh, as, uh, as comrades, I think is awesome. I like it. I'm sure not. I assume I'm not the first person to think it's kind of like uh, big, sexy Kevin Nash and, and HBK type thing. Um, similarities there because McIntyre can talk. He's not just a big man like Kevin Nash was able to talk. You know, Kevin Nash. I mean, I think Drew McIntyre is a very good promo guy, very good talker, very passionate. I think Kevin Nash was better if you're looking at the two big men. Uh, and definitely HBK uh, was an amazing promo guy and better than Dolph Ziggler. But, I mean, that's just me comparing those two guys from my generation to these two guys. But I do like Dolph Ziggler a lot. I think he's a pro's pro. I respect him. And I like Drew McIntyre. He's a pro's pro. I respect him, too. I like the pairing. I do. I like the pairing. Uh, I also like Dolph as the IC champion. I do. Uh, Seth Rollins, 
I, think, I, I don't know. I think I know. I was a little surprised when uh, when when that happened. When we saw uh, the roll up gimmick and we saw that uh, you know Ziggler became IC champ, I thought it was good. It's, you know, I, I liked it. Um, um, it it's uh, and whenever you do a uh, you know Seth Rollins, he's he, he puts out the open challenge. Whenever you do something like that, it, it's a perfect way to just create an angle. You know, so and that's what they did. WWE it was smart. Um, you know, and 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 Ziggler's got some heel heat, which is good. So does McIntyre. They're a real good team. So they have Rollins now. He invoked his rematch clause. Uh, so that'll be on Raw on uh, the twenty fifth episode. Uh, not twenty fifth. I'm sorry, June twenty fifth episode of twenty eighteen. Meaning tonight, I should say, yeah, tonight. As you listen to this, that'll be tonight, right? Exactly. <laughs> Confusing. So uh, uh, we'll see. I don't think that you're gonna have Rollins win here. Um, I don't think you should. I don't think that's a smart move. Um, I don't. I think keep it on Dolph. You got Drew McIntyre there. Um, he can, um, you know, he can do something like in the past where he helps Dolph to keep the heel heat. Uh, I I think that somehow, some way, Dolph keeps the IC title, and maybe this leads to another week or two down the road where. You do a tag team match where it's Dolph and Drew, right? You know, uh, I would go that route against, you know, Seth and somebody different. You know what I mean? They, they could do a lot of different things here. You got a lot of talent here you're dealing with. So um, I, I like what I liked in there. I like I like Rollins. I'm sorry. I, uh, I like Rollins, that's what I want to say, without the championship. Uh, like, Alexa, like Alexa Bliss, I don't think he needs the title. I don't think Roman Reigns needs the title. These guys have been pushed. And this girl here, uh, like Sasha Banks, another girl, don't need the title. And that's why she don't have it. Like, that's why I don't think Bliss should have it. I mean, you got to start getting these other people over, you know. And Dolph Ziggler's a guy who's been around a long time. He's a pro. And he still has, he still gets a great reaction. People respect him. He's very entertaining. He's very talented in the ring. So what the hell? Why not put the IC title on him again? And they did that. And that also helps do something with Drew. You always could do the typical thing we've seen a billion years in wrestling where you do something with Drew McIntyre and Dolph. There's a turn on each other there, and they, you build an angle there, and somehow the IC title gets around the waist of Drew McIntyre. Now, that's cool. So I think you go something like that, too, down the road here. So, And if you WWE writers, any of you are listening, and you just hack my ideas and steal them and then go to Stephanie and Hunter and whoever the lead writers are and act like you thought of it, well, that's cool. That's been going on. Taz show content for about three years So that wouldn't be the first time there was a hack alert uh, Just letting you know So uh, anyway, so I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to Raw um, I think it's going to be a good show uh, I, I do, I think it's going to be a good show And um, You know, they just, right now, like I said before Just to, just to recap it one more time um, When With the Ronda Rousey I think it's smart, just to circle back real quick I do think it's smart To do something with her Uh Tonight, I hope they do, and next week. I know they got the 30-day suspension gimmick. I think you got to be careful. I think tomorrow via social media early and in the morning, they should, they're should. they not going to do this, but I think they should do something with Ronda Rousey or she threatened. Now, again, like I said, I, I have not stayed on top this weekend on the WWE uh, social media. So 
I do think that they should do something with her in the morning, on Monday morning with Rhonda. There's a threat, some kind of a something like she says, well, yeah, I might be suspended. Now, this might have happened. I don't think it did. So don't don't kill me on Twitter for that because I'm just letting you know I didn't I didn't pay attention to the social stuff. I would have, you know, I would have um, her, Ronda Rousey, do something on social media where there's some kind of a feel or threat or something that she is going to show up and she's going to be there, meaning at Raw, no matter what anybody says. Do something, like, almost like stooge your hand off, you know, and, and uh, you know, and somehow she gets in. And this has been done in WWE a zillion times, and it's easy to do. And they can do the security thing where security's waiting. She better not show up and all that stuff. You want to create buzz on Raw. Start to show off something different. This is just me spitballing. Start to show off on Raw. No, no typical music, no cold opens from last week, nothing. Started off with, you know, um, one of the backstage interviewers, you know, in front of the arena door or in the parking lot, and there's legitimate police around, you know, from from that that build from that town, and basically saying, if Ronda Rousey shows up, police are here to stop her from getting in the building, yada, yada, all that kind of stuff. We've seen this before. They've done a lot of stuff like this with a lot of people. One guy, Steve Austin, um, you know, I know in ECW, they've done it with me. It's easy to do. It's fun. It's a good way to start the show. You know what I mean? It really is. And now you get people buzzing. The reason is because, like I said, sport, mainstream sports-wise, there's nothing like – really heavy duty going on so you're going to get that mainstream coverage from those big sports outlets uh like i said earlier like fox sports and espn and cbs sports and nbc sports bleacher report you're going to get all that stuff you know from them uh about ronda rousey and and let her have a legitimate freaking cool ass you know impact on raw tonight so um i don't know that's that's the route i would go to me, it's a layup. Um, I'm, I'm surprised WWE hasn't been teasing already. I just looked at their Twitter account. I don't see nothing on there. So um, I, I don't I, – if they do have a show up, they'll do a shock and or surprise. And you know what? That's not bad either. You know why? Because, yeah, you don't get the pre-buzz, but what you do is you, you get the aftermath on Tuesday morning, you know, where all the sports outlets will cover it. You do get that. You know, so – and listen, boys and girls. If you don't think that WWE is cognizant of this and they want this, then listen to Alexa Bliss's promo on Raw this past Monday with Kurt Angle in the ring and Ronda Rousey. The promo that Alexa cut to Ronda Rousey. Listen to what she said. I'm the one they interviewed. I'm the one that ESPN, CBS Sports, Bleach Report, whoever else she named. I'm the one that they interviewed. Not you, because I'm the champion. Ba, 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 ba. Not you. That's showing WWE smart. They're giving publicity to those outlets, and it's showing that WWE, to my point, wants that. (laughs) And you know what? They should want that because that makes them, WWE, even bigger than they friggin' are if that's even possible. You know what I mean? So so, anyway, I don't know. I just think it's it's a layup to me. You can't have Ronda be gone for 30 days. Uh, no, and I don't think you're going to do that, WWE. Come on. Uh, it's not my first rodeo, kid. Uh-uh-uh. But we shall see. I'll be sitting there watching Raw, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, no Ronda. I guess Taz was wrong. Would be the first time. I've Jeez, I've been wrong more than once on the Taz show. I've been wrong on predictions when we were live all the time. 
uh, Video Jones. Didn't matter. I've been wrong many times. I'm proud to say I've been wrong. How about that? Okay, and I'll tell you I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong a lot. But uh, when I'm not wrong, I'm right. <laughs> That's right. How's that? <laughs> That's kind of like, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> okay, got it. Anyway, so I just think, I don't know. I, I, I think the Raw, the Raw should be good. Um, it will be interesting to see what goes on. And like I said, if you get a chance, watch that on the cover balls. If you didn't see it, it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty funny. So, um, but, but, but when am I, before I wrap, I'm going to drop this week. There'll be three podcasts that drop probably the next few weeks. We're dropping three. So, um, I'm, I don't want to jump the gun and tell you what I might be dropping yet because it might not have, you know I mean? I want to make sure that I'm locked and loaded and I'm in before I, you know, um, I might yeah, I'm not. That's a teaser. How about that? I'm not going to tell you. There's some different things that are going on. Nothing major as far as content, but good stuff. I don't sit here and lie to you like, oh, it's going to be an amazing thing this week. There's going to be two shows that are knock your socks off. I feel my content's consistent, and sometimes we put out there, you know, uh, an old HPM human podcast machine for some of the newer listeners of the Taz show. And some of you older listeners love it. Maybe the stuff you can't get on Apple podcast or that's, you know, that's, that's not sitting on iTunes. So, you know, sometimes I, we do that. Those get great numbers, get great downloads. People enjoy that stuff. So my boss wants us to keep doing that every once in a while for sure. I know that. So um, you'll get some of that. Uh, hopefully I can do a Lucha underground um, uh, recap gimmick Jones reacts some big mark for the Lucha Underground And by the way before I go Great job guys for a bunch of downloads uh, Listen to Katrina Carly uh, Perez As I had her on as a guest uh, This past week on the Taz show And geez the numbers were great So thank you guys for that support I mean that it was very cool So um, seems like uh, a lot of people like, Love Carly um, So Katrina So it's um, you know it's uh it's you know everything's going good just rocking and rolling doing my thing you know what i mean that's how this goes all right so all right guys well that's uh that's a wrap as they call it uh i'm taz uh, you're not and remember uh yes i'm taz you're not talk to you soon guys Be good. <laughs>